Now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for June the 14th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk about mixing up your brake and your gas pedals. You guys are terrible drivers. Also, the weird things you found in your food. <laughs> it's never anything good. And that thing you found out about later in life that you probably should have known when you were a lot younger, like the definition of a certain word or its pronunciation, maybe some song lyrics, or maybe, uh, you know, uh, birds and the bees stuff. All right, here we go. This, this is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, uh, yesterday, emergency crews had to be called to Londonderry Mall after a vehicle drove off of the second level parking lot. Did you see this? Yeah. Now, there is a fence that blocks off the second level of the lot. It was, of course, forced open when the vehicle crashed through. It went sailing over the second level. Like Hollywood styles. And then landed on its roof on the ground level. I don't think they were seriously injured. No. Because there were two girls in there. 30-year-old, I think? Yeah, there was two women in their 30s. They were in the vehicle at the time. They were pulled from the vehicle by emergency crews. They were taken to hospital as a precautionary measure. It looks like everyone is going to be okay. They're Uh, lucky they didn't land on a car or someone walking by. Or someone walking by. Like, imagine just driving and a car lands on your roof. No. Like, that would kill you. Officers believe the driver of the vehicle hit the gas pedal instead of the brake. I know. I saw that. How... I don't understand understand how you can do that because to the force that you need to do that, you must take your car and blow through the metal. Through the metal, yeah. You would have to honk on the gas pedal, right? Who does that backing up in a mall parking lot? Why are you flooring it? Why are you flooring it backwards? (laughs) Right? Was she backing up though? Is that how? Well, I think so. Probably leaving the stall. Otherwise, what are you doing, right? She probably thought she had it in reverse. I'm guessing that's what she said, right? She probably thought, oh, my God, I put it in reverse. No, I think she went forward. What? Like on, on purpose? Yeah. Did I, she not see the rail? No, I, I, don't, I don't know. They're not, uh, this in this story here, they don't really say if she went back, if she was going backwards. Yeah, I would imagine she meant to go backwards, but why are so you, you honking on it? you think that she launched the vehicle backwards through the... No, no. No, she meant to put it in reverse and put it in drive and gave it gas. Oh, no, I think it was in drive and she just... Yeah, it was in drive. Yeah, but did she mean to put it in reverse and no, back up? She meant, oh, to she, hit, just, okay. she meant to hit the brake. Well, I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, but that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a total bonehead move. Yes, she meant to hit. She was driving forward Mm -hmm. and meant to brake, but instead honked on it. Oh, okay. Well, and put it to the boards and then sent it sailing through the metal, the metal like barrier there. And then it fell on its. You don't get the benefit of the debt with me anymore. (laughs) That's a bonehead move. You know what? I get I get it. No, no. Listen, hear me out. I get it. If you're 90. Because we get stories all the time. Yeah, that's where more older, forgivable. You know, yeah. where older people will, you know, confuse the brake and the gas. Yeah. But 30? Yeah, that's, come on. I'm going to guess it was one of these. It's like, oh my God, Becky's at the mall. Did, uh, well, tick, tick, she's tick, in her 30s. <laughs> 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 oh my God, Becky just texted me. She's in the mall. We need I need to, to get that right now. <laughs> 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 so 
she put it through the metal barrier. That's insane. And then it landed. Have you ever, and if there's anybody listening, let us know. Have you ever mistaken the gas pedal for the brake? I can honestly say I've never done that. Uh, no, I've never done that. Ginger, have you ever done that? Been like, oh, I'm meaning to brake here, but I'm going to floor it. No, but I mean, I guess it would make sense if that's why she floored it. Because when you brake, like, you brake hard. Yeah, you I brake hard on it. I brake well, for I keeps. I but, don't brake hard. But I... your feet, your foot is on the gas pedal. You should know that's a gas pedal. Right? You literally have to move your foot off the off gas the, pedal. Yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to, to brake. You have yeah. to move it off the brake to the gas pedal as well. So she's pulling in. She's like, <whistles> and then honks on the gas. Boom, right over. I'm guessing she was, like, driving out. I think Marcy's right. I think she was going forward looking at the way it's landed on its roof. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing she like fell off the parkade, landed yeah. on her nose, mm-hmm. and then the car just sort of landed on its roof. Yeah, I took it as she got in the car, like they finished shopping, and they started it up, and then put it in reverse and looked backwards but honked on the gas. Meanwhile, it was in drive. That's what I thought happened. I didn't think she was pulling in and then just kept no, going. No, I think she was driving straight, and she just I, I floored it. I've only been up on that second level a couple times. I've been to London. Apparently, that's changes. happened before too. Really? Yeah. Someone texted uh, that <clears> happened <throat> like six months ago. Crazy no. people at Londonary Mall. Yeah. Someone said it happened six months ago. Wouldn't doesn't that not look like enough uh, fencing though around the edge? Like it's not very thick. It looks like the fencing you see like at a concert to like hurt people in a yeah. lot. I think it's a lot more intense than that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's just like the, the clicking. Yeah. The click together. No, I think it's just a click rope. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like in a movie the theater. Yeah. Yeah, the theater. Yeah, no, I think it's like it's welded in a steel. Yeah, I would imagine it's a steel little more fence. A little more oomph. Uh, this text here says, uh, good morning, guys. Where they crashed yesterday to the ground was 24 feet from my buddy and his sign crew. Ooh. They were installing a new sign for the mall. <laughs> Caution, brittle fence. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to have this up yesterday! Oh, no! <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Oh, your buddy and his crew are lucky. They obviously the mall needs to amp something up there, right? Well, uh, no, they need I to don't beef think, up the rail because if this did happen six months ago, they need to yeah, figure something out. I don't out. think it needs. to... I think people just need to have their licenses taken away. They need to make parkades for dummies. Yeah, uh, some people are saying, did the floor mat get caught on the gas pedal? I don't know. Like These maybe it. I don't know, guys. Ladies, I don't know. if you were in that car, can you please call us and let us know what actually happened? Well, I'm sure we have <laughs> a little embarrassed. This one. You just mentioned parkade for dummies. <laughs> Yeah, I don't if know. If they were listening, well, I don't know. I don't think they are anymore. Well, we'll give them a chance to clear the air, right? Yeah, but it is it is interesting as as to how that happened because you know we're all in our thirties. Yeah, and I I've just never, you know, I've just never done that. Uh, Tyler from the north side says I'm a property manager and I've had four different buildings damaged by people mistaking gas for brakes in ju- the last year alone. Mm. Four different buildings damaged because of uh, that mistake. Hmm. Huh. Because of the gas. Because of the, the gas, gas and, the, and the break. We need to pay more attention. Clearly. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, I'm glad everybody's going to be all right. Yeah, we can kind of laugh you about know, it I'm, because nobody died. Thank well, you. thank God. No one yeah. was you know severely injured either, but mm-hmm. that is insane. Hmm. All right, this is kind of cool. Have you guys been to the um, that axe throwing place here in the city? Oh, the axe hole. Is that what it's called? The axe hole? Yeah. I've never been. No, um, I would love to go. I'll bet you it's a really good time. Well, axe throwing in Canada has taken off so much so that now all across the country... Canadian axe-throwing bars 
are becoming a huge hit. I don't know if you want to mix axes and booze. Now, combining razor-sharp axes and alcohol sounds like a very bad idea. Yes, it does. But apparently, it's working. Hmm. Now, if you've been to the Axle, can you drink there? I don't. Oh, maybe you can. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I, know I think it's big for like bridal parties and stuff to go, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. On, yeah. On Facebook, a bunch I think of it's like things a good popped first up. A bunch of place, yeah, a bunch of ladies went down there and they're yeah. throwing. I don't know if you could drink, but uh, well, the Timber Lounge, which just opened in Halifax, uh, offers you um, axe throwing and as much beer as you want to consume. Damn! Before they throw you out. People are saying the ones here are not licensed yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, you guys are on your way there, though, for sure. Uh, Well, the place in Halifax is called the Timber Lounge, and it's making news all around the world because the rest of the planet can't believe that we're throwing axes and drinking beer. It's so Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It is so Canadian. Can you you throw an axe? Uh, Yeah, I can. Yeah. Can can, it, but can it actually stick? I know you can throw an axe, but yeah. can you get it well, in a tree? What's I, we're, like? I'm not. I can't do like a full axe. Axes are heavy. Well, no, just like a, a little like a hatchet. Like a hatchet? Yeah. Oh yeah, I can get that thing to stick. You bet. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> when you uh, when you're walking like the trails mm-hmm. in the river valley, and if you see a, a hatchet go by. And then stick in the tree. That was me. you. <laughs> She's practicing, bro. <laughs> Shaves my mustache. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm precise. Like, <gasps> Mars is here. <laughs> She's close. <laughs> Are they doing this in lieu of darts then? Or do yes. they have like a separate roped off? No, they're saying that uh, this kind of axe throwing and drinking mm. is replacing pool tables and darts. You know who's going to get in on this? Because my brother is big on darts right oh, now, yeah, like huge is. in darts. Mm-hmm. He's going to get into the axe throwing. And he's probably going to be pro at that, too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> SOB. This is a little better than uh, darts. Yeah, it's, I think it's just a little better. It's fun. I think it's manlier. A little bit. It's like <laughs> yes. friggin' axe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for those of you who love pickle juice... Mm. This story is mm. for you. Don't you love good, like a good pickle juice? He does juice? love that much. No, I don't either. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you eat all the pickles and, and you're like, yeah, well, I'll just yeah. take a couple swigs. So good. Well, to all of you who have done that and have sipped pickle brine right out of the jar after your last gherkin was gulped, your time has come. A Washington, D.C.-based pickle company has now launched a line of brine in cans. You can now buy pickle juice in a six-pack. No way. See, I would do that. I don't know if I could drink a whole can of it, but I would definitely down that. I think it's good for hangovers, too, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be. I would never in a trillion years drink pickle juice because I hate pickles. Yeah. Yeah, I would give that a shot. Would you drink pickle juice out of a can? Is it carbonated? No, it's not. It's, it's just, just the brine. Juice, yeah, yeah, it's just the pickle juice. Hundred percent, I would do that. Would you do it? How is it like a size of like a regular like soft drink? Um, mm. no, I think it's more like a Red Bull can, twelve ounces. Like a narrow can? No, it's short. I think it's a stubby. Oh, it's a stubby. Yeah, yeah, what? that's enough. Yeah, that's plenty. That's Maybe good. one of those like five hour energy bottles. That's too much pickle juice. You, you just want, want a much. shot of yeah, pickle, like a pickle shot. A pickle. Yeah. <laughs> trademark. Shot, shot, shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a trademark crash marshmallow. Right there, yeah. So it is available, and you can order it on Amazon. Hmm. They will ship it well, to let's you. Let's order some. Yeah. We'll give oh. it a shot here on the show. I'm all right. Okay, this is um, this story is insane, and this guy who is in his 50s is very lucky after he miraculously survived falling down a 100-foot cliff. Now, this happened in the UK. In the UK. Uh, he was doing some hiking, 
and decided that he was going to enter a fenced-off area, so that oh, was a no-go no zone, yeah. to admire the view. He lost his footing and slid down the cliff. Now, you're probably thinking when you fall off a cliff, how do you go? You probably think you kind of go like ass over tea kettle. Pretty much, like, bunk, yeah, bunk, bunk, like bunk, you bunk. see in cartoons. All the way down? Yeah. Well, this guy, and the only reason why he survived was because he slid down the 100-foot cliff on his butt. Oh. He is lucky. I'm sure his butt was torn apart. Um, We can all talk about that for a second. Like, it's, it's I'm sure it's destroyed. It's it will des- never be the same. His backside is a mess. If he started with bubble butt, well, that bubble has burst. It's gone. It's, <laughs> it's left all over the side <laughs> of the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Would have been treated like a parachute, hey? Just like catching oh, everything to yeah. slam down. Yeah. Rocks, mm-hmm. twigs. He broke his tailbone. Yee. And apparently both cheeks were torn off. Were torn off. Oh. R.I.P. butt. They're stuck on a mountain goat. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he, uh, I guess he rolled over the edge of the cliff. How? What was he doing? I think he was trying to get a picture. So he's like laying down. So and he then... was laying down and trying to get a picture when he rolled. Probably because yeah. he probably rolled to get up. You know mm-hmm. how getting up isn't fun sometimes? Yeah. So he probably rolled to get up and then just went down the 100-foot cliff on his butt. Oh, he's lucky he survived that. Now, he uh, went all the way down and then stopped at a sandy beach that was very busy, full of people. And what, took in the view? No. <laughs> Somebody called the... Someone called... They saw him coming. <laughs> yeah. They saw him coming down, called 911. They put him on his stomach on a stretcher. And took him into yeah, hospital. You know how bad that was. Because they had to. Is there a butt doctor on the beach? <laughs> <Quick>. <laughs> you would need a butt doctor. That's terrible. Well, when we went to the Grand Canyon, remember those people hanging off there? Yeah, those people were idiots. They don't have a railing at the Grand Canyon either, and people just want a good photo. So they're literally leaning yeah. over oh, yeah. without a selfie stick, yeah. and they're just trying to get the best photo. And they're sending their kids, who are like seven, to take pictures right on the edge. It's very... Like, where where we were, because was that before we paid to go to the fancy part? Uh, yeah, to go into the glass okay. walk. Oh. So, yeah, if you want to do like the glass walk and like the fancy, safe, fenced off yeah. Grand Canyon, you've got to pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't, they're like, well, there's the Grand Canyon, use it your own risk. And people are literally on the edge of the Grand Canyon with their kids. Like you see tour buses pull up yeah. and everyone pours out, literally. And they can walk straight off. And these Ugh. tourists stand on the edge of the Grand Canyon cliffs holding their babies <laughs> to pause for photos. And the dads are like, two steps back. Two st-. And I'm like, no, no, don't yes, Safety bear over there. Get off the edge of the cliff, you morons. Canadian safety bear. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, it was nerve wracking. I think I even said to you, I'm not, I can't watch this. Someone's yeah, going to go. Yeah, you can really go near the I'm edge. Like, someone's going to go. They're going to hold an infant, and I'm going to watch them take a step back, and they're just gone into the ground. There's canyon. like giant cracks and crevices that people are jumping over, oh, carrying yeah. babies. They're like, is this good, honey? Yeah. Now a little further. It's Don't go insane. on that other rock. And then they jump another big crater. You're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because those aren't like butt sliding cliffs. Yeah, that's just like, that's, oh, you no, that's, yeah. you, you're dead. Yeah. You're you die. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the time we died? The drink? Yeah, it's, you would just be dead. All right, uh, and one last one here for you. Off to Florida we go for this story. Uh, a woman was arrested. Um, and, of course, they took her down to the, ga- to the uh, police station. And they asked her, do you have any drugs on you? Mm-hmm. She said, no, I do not. Uh, and they said, ma'am, are you sure? 
And she said, I do not have any drugs on me. So they did the search. Found nothing. Yeah, she wasn't lying. She wasn't lying. Uh, a police officer, though, came back and said, you know what? No, look at her. She's got to have drugs somewhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, talk about profile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they did search number two. And they did find a crack pipe. Oh. Where do you think they found it? <gasps> okay. Well, it was not discovered on the first search. A crack pipe? It was a crack pipe. I'm going to say it was in the bottom of her undies. Bottom of the undies. Okay. Like the, yeah, the between. The between. <laughs> <laughs> the hammock of the, the undies. Hammock, the hammock part of her granny panties. Yeah. She was 53, by the way. Is there a top of the undies? Well, I guess, I guess like the yeah, waistband. The waistband, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go, wasn't guest on the, so uh, a little more intrusive. I'm going to say she had like a bun. Oh. And she had like oh, hidden interesting. In, her, in her bun hole. That'd be your go-to? Yeah. And she had some sort of hair like thing. Like hair done, yeah. Mm. Well, apparently it was neither of those things. Oh. <gasps> Police said that after a detailed search, they were right in finding the crack pipe. Mm-hmm. In quote, the deep crevice of her buttocks. Oh, mm. no. Apparently they said that her crack was so deep that the, the first time they looked, they did not find it in there. Is that another thing? Because remember last week we were talking about high butt crack? Yes, I do remember high butt crack. So yeah. now there's another thing where it's so deep you yeah. can hide things? It's so deep that if you go far into the crevice of your butt crack, mm-hmm. things can go in there. Yeah. So much so that on a first search of your butt crack, hmm. nothing can be seen. That is interesting. Now, family, do you, <laughs> do you have or do you know someone with a extremely deep butt, butt crack. crack? Do you have a deep crevice? Yeah. I wonder how often, what is a police protocol to check the butt crack twice? I don't know. You'd think one sweep would usually be enough. Well, well I, that's I what they thought. They probably don't part, right? Mm. They probably just pat. They don't part. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> pat, 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 pat. <laughs> crack pipe free. Yeah, right. You're right. They probably don't. Yeah, do I don't that. think they would like pull everything back. Yeah, they probably don't peel yeah, the like butt. Like opening cheeks. a book. Yeah. It, oh. <laughs> a nice novel. <laughs> That's what they did to this woman. Uh, they also found cocaine oh. next to her crack pipe in the deep crevice of her butt. That was talks. in there too? That was in there wow. as well. Wow, a little yeah. store in there. There you oh. go. Alrighty, uh, in sports, I guess sometimes you can go back. Crash, if you've lost this job, they fired you. Yeah. Um, and then they begged you to go back. Would you go? Would you come back to uh, now radio? Well, they better back up the money truck. Okay. I would come back for uh, way more money. Would you, would you come back if they canned you, Ginge? Yeah, I have no pride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the same yeah. thing? <laughs> Maybe a little less. Just happy to be working again. Well, that's what the Anaheim Ducks uh, are going to do after they hire Randy Carlisle as their head coach. Carlisle was let go. He was fired in Anaheim hmm. five years ago, went to Toronto, got fired there, and now he's going back to the Ducks. Uh, Carlisle did win a Stanley Cup in Anaheim. The rumors about his departure, though, was that there was a couple of guys that weren't happy with him, yeah. including Getzlaff and Perry. Mm. Who are the big guns down Who are there. the big guns? Some ex-players who played under Carlisle, and not, including Ryan Whitney, who played here for a bit, were tweeting about this last night, saying guys are not going to be They're happy about this. They're not happy at all, no. They were actually tweeting that? Yeah, well, they're out of the game now. They don't oh, care. yeah, I guess yeah. they don't care, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see their reactions. So, Ryan Getzlaff <laughs> and Corey Perry. Not I'm happy. sure it'll be fine. You know what, though? You've been in that situation where finally, like, the... 
the guy that you hate gets fired, you're like, yes, yeah. and then you find And then he comes back. Yeah. Especially if like it's in a management position. Yeah. You're like, really? You hired them back? Yeah. Come on. Why? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and the Calgary Flames will have a new head coach in the next week. The Flames say that they're going to be announcing the replacement for Bob Hartley before the draft on June the 24th. Uh, the Ducks hiring Randy Carlisle obviously takes one name off the list of finalists for the Flames. So there you go. Alrighty, uh, it's going to be an alright day today. Windy. And it's going to be windy right through till midnight. 19 and sunny for the high. Small chance of a thunderstorm late in the afternoon into your evening. It is 619 and we are sitting at 9 degrees. Good morning. talking about um, those uh, two women in their 30s who took their vehicle through the Londonderry Mall parking lot. Uh, from the second level, they smashed through the uh, metal grate and drove off the side and landed on the hood. Everybody's okay, thank God. They're okay. Nobody was walking underneath. Nobody was driving underneath. Mm. I'm surprised they didn't call to clear the air. <laughs> no, I think they're probably <laughs> healing or sleeping or... Mm. You know, whatever you got to do. Uh, but we want to know uh, from you guys, have you ever mistaken the gas and the brake? And a lot of people texted in stories. And this happens apparently all the time. The only thing that I've ever done was thought I put it in reverse and it was in drive. And stepped on the gas a bit and I feel it go forward, but I stop immediately. That's the only thing. I've never mistaken the two pedals. I can honestly say I've never mistaken the two pedals. No. Not that I can, not that I can remember. How many now family members have done that? A lot. No, uh, so guys, let's, no. Yeah, let's get to some uh, text here. This one is crazy. Mm-hmm. Says, uh, let me see. Hey guys, I drove over a Mustang GT in my Dodge Ram, mistaking gas for brake. It's from a young guy, Joshua. Joshua, no. Ran right over it. Aye, aye, aye. Another one here said, hey guys, when I was learning how to drive, I went to hit the brake. My foot slipped and I honked on the gas. Sending us forward. Yeah, that's just never happened. Maybe it will one day, now that we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this text here, this might scare you. Mm-hmm. Says, honestly, if you ask me which is which, the gas or the brake, I cannot tell you. Excuse me? Uh, Are you driving right now? Yeah, I only remember which one is gas and which one is brake by my muscle memory. But I cannot tell you if the brake or the gas is on the left or right. What? That's insane to me. That blows my mind. Gas on the right, brake on the left. (laughs) So what happens if that person's thrown into a standard car and you add the clutch? I I think it's a good thing that there's no more manuals (laughs) after watching this. Uh, This text here says, hey guys, uh, my neighbor, she's hot. She's 32 years old. She's single. She two foot drives. No. I always wondered if people do that. Automatic car. Yeah. She two foots it. I think uh, that's an automatic fail on your road test, too, right? If you're two-footing? Well, I th- yeah, I don't think you should be driving. Like you're, allowed, you're allowed to do some two-stepping, but yeah. not two-footing. <laughs> okay? Like, if, you know, if it's an automatic car, you cannot two-foot drive. No. You, I, and if you can't do be, that, you shouldn't be driving. That would be irritating. Like, that would be difficult, no? Two-footing? Let me see. Gas break. Uh, yeah, I, I that's, would... That's, that's just weird. very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, another one here says... Uh, Hey guys, good morning. I have also done uh, the gas and the brake, uh, mistaken them. I don't know why. I had the car in reverse. I was at the bank, mm-hmm. went to go backwards and felt the car start to move forward. 
Oh, well, that's See, your, your that's, transmission is weird then yeah. on that one. Well, no, you obviously just thought you put you it thought in, you were in reverse. reverse. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. Another one here says... I dumb every time I do I that. I know, me too. I'm like, I, oh, no, and I quickly look around. <laughs> Shame. So I'm an idiot. So here says, I'm a paramedic in the city. Recently, uh, I went to a motor vehicle collision for a 30-year-old woman. She was using her emergency brake instead of her actual brake, which was not broken, what? while regularly driving through intersections at lights, etc. That's how she would brake? She'd pull her e-brake. So she'd probably still have her foot on the gas. And then pull up on the e-brake and it's like... (laughs) (laughs) What? Just peeling out of the light. That can't be. And her brakes were fine? Yes, as her brakes were not broken. Uh, We had to look at that for our reports. Mm -hmm. She ended up driving up on someone's lawn and into their garage. Oh, no. You're right. She had her foot steady on the gas and was pulling the (laughs) e-brake. That is ridiculous. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. I don't know you if are. I want to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, a lot of people uh, confessing, though, that they mixed up the gas and brake pedal. Yeah. Uh, this one says, uh, from Lori in the park, says, I was a teenager. I drove through the side of the garage. I realized I backed up. The garage would collapse, so I spent one long, lonely night in my car. <gasps> oh, no. I was in so a you bit didn't of even trouble, get out? especially when I tried to pin it on my dad. Oh, no. You were worried that it would cave in, so you just stayed Did in the car. Just... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Uh, I bet you it did it, did it cave in. I wouldn't even in? think about that. What? Like, if I took my Kia through yeah. the garage, I'm just backing out. I would not think that the garage would collapse. That isn't even a thought. If you and took I probably the, should think about yeah, that. If you took out the garage wall? If I took out like the corner? Yeah, if, oh, you, maybe blew I'd think out, about it yeah, if you blew out the whole corner of the garage. If you take out the door, whatever. Keep backing up. Yeah. It's just a door. It's just a door. Our neighbor did it and their door was busted up for a week. And we made fun of them every time we saw them. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Chef Pork and Pull says, good morning, guys. I had my work boots on and they're really bulky. Mm-hmm. I've pushed both pedals at the same time, brake and gas. <laughs> it takes me a few seconds to realize what's going on. I soon figured it out, though, that I can't wear my work boots and drive. They're too big. Mm, I can see that. I can see that. If you've, yeah. Yeah, if you've got big feet, big boots, sure. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, how are you doing today? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. All right, so uh, you were watching uh, some lady mess up her uh, gas and brake pedal, right? Well, I yeah, we didn't actually see it, but it was an elderly lady. I used to work for BMO. Yeah. And she drove up onto the curb and threw our branch manager's office. Oh, oh. no. Yeah, we were. She, my branch manager was extremely lucky that she wasn't in there because it would have 100% killed her. Like the car ended up right inside the bank. Right inside the bank. And was it because the woman mixed up the gas and brake pedal? Yep. Oh, no. She was an older lady. She just didn't know what she was doing and just hammered on the gas. But there was a huge curve. Like, we don't even know how she got over the curve and into the office. Oh, my God. Oh, so she must have just came peeling in. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. She was just going to leave the bank and... Right into the bank. She went again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Guys, I'm back to make a deposit. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, thanks for that one, Jessica. Yeah, thanks, Jess. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. Lots of stories of people two-foot driving or mistaking the gas and the brake. Uh, this text here is staying anonymous. says, someone hit the pillar out front of the Summit Center in St. Albert a few years ago. The person hit the gas, mm-hmm. and rather than taking their foot off the gas, they floored it. 
jumped the curb, did a 180, <laughs> came right around, and hit the pillar near the front door. That was the only thing that stopped the car. So, is it you panic and you just keep and you pushing just, the gas? You must. Yeah. Like for that to happen, clearly you just like let go of the wheel and you're like, ah! yeah. But you're flooring it. Yep. To do that kind of damage, right? Another one here says, I was at Northgate Mall. Two women were in a car. They're trying to pull out of a parking stall. The driver could not understand which way to turn the steering wheel to get the back end of the car to go the right way. Oh, no. Finally, a guy who was watching in his truck, driving by, parked it, got out of his truck, and backed up her car for her. <laughs> that, that's a sign you shouldn't be driving, right? If you don't know which way... You know what? I'll tell you. I uh, I had to, I don't know why I was driving your truck, but I took it through. We have a Starbucks near our place. Yeah, no, with a it's, tight, so tight. it's a tight, tight drive-through. Mm. But me, you know, just seeing Starbucks, I'm like, ooh, I want a nice coffee. <laughs> so I pull in, get up to the speaker. I order my, <laughs> order my iced coffee and I pull up and I'm like... Damn, it's tight. <laughs> Just squealing on the curb. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tight drive. That is a tight yeah. drive. I just see Crash walking through the parking lot. He's like, what are you doing with my truck? <laughs> it's tight in here. Uh, Tristan, how you doing, bud? Not too bad, yourself? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. All right, so did you mix up the gas and brake pedal or what? Uh, no, I didn't, but my buddy did. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> He had uh, just got his learner's license there, and so uh, his dad's like, hey, we need to go for a drive, you know. Yeah. And uh, so he went for a drive there, and they went to watch the truck, and he was pulling into one of those stalls. They have those rubber dividers in between. Yeah. yeah. And so he's turning into one of those, and he got and he went to hit the brake, and he hit the gas and drove the truck right through the wall of the car wash. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so... Uh, we like to remind him all the time about that when he uh, when he tells us how good of a driver he is. Yeah, like you took <laughs> out the car wash. Oh my god! Yeah, he took out the car wash. Yeah. Oh, that is brutal. I wonder how many people like the the more automated car washes. I wonder how many people have gunned it through there too. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Right when you think about it, the brushes come down and stuff. If people are mixing up gas pedal and brake pedal, you're going to go flying you're right through it. You're going to go right through it. That is brutal. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tristan. Thanks, Tristan. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, although there was that one video that uh, rolled out last year of the old man that blew right through the car wash. Oh, remember yeah, that? yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> like, literally, full bore right through, brushes go flying, <laughs> scrubbers go flying, he lands into the shrubs. Yeah, at the I end remember of the car that. Wash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Drew, how you doing, man? Not too bad. Excellent. All right, so uh, did you mix up the gas and brake pedal or someone else? No, I don't mix up the gas and the brake because they're the same in equipment, mm. but... I have reached for levers that oh. just don't exist. Oh, what? yes, I've seen. I've seen Crash do that. Crash went from a truck that had like the gear shift coming off the steering wheel, yeah, off the yeah, uh, to one that was near it's... his leg, and he would grab for emergency or the uh, uh, imaginary levers all the well, time. When I jump in your car. That's what I do yeah. immediately. I go to reach, and I'm like, yeah. ah, damn, it's not there. Well, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, that makes or, sense. Or honking when I go to back up. You, you have honk? to do it on site. Oh, because oh, on site you do. So if you're at West Edmonton, you're like, meep, meep, meep. And then you go to the mall and you go to back up and you honk the horn and you look like a complete idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Text Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay, if you're sitting in traffic right now, just make a mental note of where your gas pedal is and your brake pedal. And and be, uh, you know, be... Aware? Aware 
And be cautious because everybody around you is two foot driving on an automatic. <laughs> that, that is I so can't believe how many people are texting and saying that they absolutely do it. Is anyone saying why they do it? They That's just how they like to drive. Like, I feel like that would just be really inconvenient, no? Right foot on the gas and gas and your left foot is for the brake. Yeah. That's I, insane. I've just never, ever thought of driving like that. That's just never been an option. Uh, can I just read you a quick one here? Uh, Ashley says, for anybody who's going to try the two-foot driving, your left foot does not press the brake as nicely as your right. So you'll whiplash yourself, so be careful. Oh, so you're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see anyone jerking in traffic. That's insane. They're using two feet. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Kaylin, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Excellent. All right, so you see a lot of uh, gas brake pedal mix-up. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's why they made that car wash out of this brick. Oh, is it uh, at a car wash? You work at a car wash? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what do people do? I'm not entirely sure. I think they just keep mixing up the pedals, and it's a daily occurrence for someone going and driving into that, uh, into the walls and such. Really? Really? Yeah, at least once a day. It shakes the entire building, and we're like, huh, well, it's a good thing you're made out of uh, bricks. That's where it's stuck. Yeah, and they're like like full bore into it. You feel the entire structure of the building yeah. shake. Yeah. Wow. Is this a wand wash? Uh, yeah, it's a you do it yourself point car wash. Yeah, so they slam into the the wall where you'd clip your floor mats. Yeah. <laughs> and then just back up and continue to wash. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> when they try to back out of the uh back out of the entrance door and then they always hit either the car or the wall mm-hmm. or they hit other people oh man why are you backing out of the entrance you're supposed to go out the exit i don't know they're not very bright <laughs> <laughs> i could never work at a car wash because no. i would yell at everyone Just be screaming at everybody yeah. jeez oh brutal okay thanks so much kaylin yeah you have a good day you too bye-bye bye <laughs> oh i would go insane uh-huh. Like, really? All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we got time for one more here. Okay. Uh, we'll go with uh, Ash. Did you mix up the gas and brake pedal or what? Uh, it wasn't me. It was parent at the daycare I work at. Oh, uh, what happened? Um, it was her first day actually starting. And she had meant to hit the brake and stepped on the gas and drove right through our daycare. Jeez. You're kidding. Yeah, no. Were there kids inside? No. We oh. haven't opened yet. Oh, you haven't opened yet. And she blew yeah. right through it? Yeah. Like, it's it's amazing that you don't step on the brake before you do, like, crazy damage, right? I know. That was that was the first time. It happened again. What? Last summer. Not by the same woman. Uh, same family? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, oh, brace yourselves. I've got a big announcement. Uh Uh-oh. It's huge. What do you have? 22-time Grammy award-winning visionary multidisciplinary artist who has sold over 30 million albums worldwide. Yeah. Has announced... The St. Pablo Tour, Kanye West coming to Edmonton. Oh. Ginge! Really? <laughs> Why is this a bad thing? <laughs> you can't be in the same city with him for a day? <laughs> we yeah. don't have enough room for his douche factory. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and he's playing here and not Calgary. Yeah, oh. he's playing here. Suck it, Calgary. Yeah. Well, you know why, right? It's because of that fancy new arena. Uh, he Kanye West has announced his dates, and he is coming to Edmonton Saturday, October the 15th at Rogers Place. So <sighs> I think that's going to go over really well. I'm sure it'll probably sell out. You know what? Yeah, I think it might. It, yeah, it's going to sell out. He's. I'm just looking right now. I see Winnipeg. He's playing Winnipeg. Wow. Uh, Edmonton and Vancouver. Hmm. And yeah, so Calgary can suck it big. They can eat it. They can eat it. So hmm. so can you two. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a big fan of Kanye, uh, he has announced he is coming to Edmonton Rogers Place in October. I'd it's probably just good. go for the opener and leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sell out. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at his dates. Oh, he's got Toronto and Montreal in there as well. Yeah. But yeah, that's all the majors uh, in all Canada. The majors, yeah. yeah. So there you go. If you want to check that out, hmm. all right. We've talked about this before, and uh, if you were to call nine one one and just leave the phone open, yeah, would you be able? Would they be able to find you? I think so. This is a terrifying story coming out of Tabor. A nine one one operator for the Tabor Police received a call at around one o'clock in the morning on Sunday. This was just over the weekend. Mm-hmm. The caller, though, totally silent. Oh no. Tabor police went to the area because they were able to pinpoint, I guess, like a general yeah. area to where the call came from. Around the tower that it's pinged off of or they something. They identified the house that they believed to be involved. Mm-hmm. They knocked on the door several times. No one answered. But the telephone call to 911 still open. Mm-hmm. The person who made the call just not saying anything. What did they find when they finally forced their way in to the house? Oh, no. A man keeping a woman hostage. Aye. So she dialed 911 and put the phone on And just on put the floor it on the whatever. floor. Smart. Behind Ooh. her. Yeah. Officers say the woman was able to get away from him for a brief period of time where she had her cell phone that he didn't know about. Yeah. She dialed 911 and just put the phone where he couldn't what see it. What a great it. idea. Now, you would obviously want the 911 operator to shut up. Well, yeah. Because you would hear... like If I'm like hiding yeah. under the bed and I have the phone and she's like, please tell me your name. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Hello? Hello? Can anyone hear me? He's going to murder me right now. Call 911. Do my thing. I you. Is there a murderer holding you? Apparently, the 911 operator knew after the there was no answer yeah. just to not say anything. Mm. Are they taught that? I guess. I didn't I, know that they were taught that, but that's the smart thing to do. You know what? Props to them for not saying anything because I would have hung up and called and back. And called back. Oh, that's even And worse. I would have just ruined it, right? <laughs> in a way, as, oh, yeah. this is 911 calling. You just <laughs> placed the call. <laughs> the good news is, is she's going to be okay. The man who was holding her, his name is Stuart Rhodes. He's been charged with a number of offenses. And uh, he's going to be going to jail, Jeez. which is good. No injuries. Uh, no, she. Well, I mean, obviously she's distraught, but yeah. she's she's okay. Yeah. Whew. Isn't that a crazy? So you guys know if you're ever in that situation. Yeah. Just call nine one one and leave the phone open. Hmm. Not nuts. All right. This is a um, a story that's got Canadians a little upset this morning. As the semi-automatic rifle that was used in the Orlando shootings. Um, is being petitioned to be easier to get in our country by a British Columbia MP, Bob Zimmer. Why? Uh, he wants the government to reclassify the Armalite Rifle 15, also known as the AR-15, as a non-restricted weapon. For what reason? 
Do we all need it unrestricted? There is a <laughs> firearms advocate from Newfoundland and Labrador that wants the we wants the firearm because oh, it's his right. Because it's of his thing? right, yeah. and the petition was tabled on behalf of him mm. by the Tory MP Bob Zimmer in British Columbia. Now, this before you're like, what the what? Yeah, he didn't table it like yesterday because mm-hmm. that would have been terrible. Yeah, uh, he did call the petition into Parliament on May the thirteenth. He says that the if you own that firearm lawfully, you should be allowed to use the rifle outside of a shooting range and, quote, once again, use this rifle to lawfully participate in the Canadian cultural practices of hunting in Canada. You're hunting with that? I don't know what I don't know guns. So I don't know what this right. I'm guessing it's an automatic. Yeah, you don't need to hunt with that. Can I ask why you need to pump a round of bullets into a deer? I'm just curious. Doesn't doesn't need that many. Isn't that not hunting? Well, that's a little. That's kind of like getting a little crazy there. Yeah, like to me, that's not hunting. That's yeah, that's like isn't hunting take skill and tracking and like to me, that's hunting. That, yeah, that should be not hunting. hunting. Not an just automatic be like, rifle. Hey, there's a deer. Like that's like the deer just explodes in the bush. Like that's not hunting. Yeah, you can just fire in the woods. You're gonna catch something with that many rounds. Well, yeah, just yeah, open open range in the woods. That's ridiculous. Now, the AR-15 is a restricted weapon in our country. It does require a special, but in the words of gun advocates on Facebook, uh, they say it's still easy to get a license in order to purchase that weapon. Most people can only use the AR-15 on a gun range. Mm-hmm. The AR-15 is the civilian model of the M16 rifle, which is used by the Army. Yeah, I, I just quickly Googled the gun, and I don't think it's a automatic, but there is, there's like 300 videos that show you how to convert it to an automatic. Okay, so it's not an automatic. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't know anything I think about it's a the semi-automatic. Semi-automatic. Yeah. I don't know what the distinction is to be honest. Yeah, with this me. one. How to convert an AR-15 to full automatic? Oh wow! Anything yeah. on the internet? Oh yeah. Hmm. Now that model has been used to carry out other mass slayings in the past, including uh, the 20 children and 16 adults in Connecticut and the 2015 San Bernardino, California shootings, which killed 14 people. Jeez. Yeah. Do we? So uh, it people was the are same friggin' gun. Yeah. The mm. same. The same make. So people are um, kind of freaking out that this is in Parliament. Yeah, we don't need that. Uh, yeah. Like, we have we have a lot of hunters that listen. Um, do you, does Should that be unrestricted? Do you guys need that? Do you, yeah, do do you, you need the AR-15 in the bush? Do you ever need to kill, like, 30 deer at once? Yeah, like... People are saying it's restricted. Well, one person, anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's restricted, restricted simply because of its look. I don't think that's well, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is that right? Uh, no, I don't think so. To be honest, it does look like it should be restricted. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it, it it is a frightening looking gun. <laughs> it's yeah. intense. Yeah. Mm. Uh, people are saying that we don't have auto rifles in Canada. The mags are small yeah. and completely different. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know, though, if that's a reason to unrestrict it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... There you go. It's tabled, and yeah. it might and it might possibly go through. It doesn't look like a hunting gun. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, if you're a parent, uh, there is new guidelines on how much shut eye that your kids should be getting. Uh, the recommendations were released on Monday, and I've got the hours here. So if you just want to, uh, you know, check to see if your kids are sleeping this much. Uh, if your infant is between the age of four and twelve months, they should be sleeping twelve to sixteen hours, including naps. If you have a child age one to two years old, they should be sleeping 11 to 14 hours, including naps. You guys mm-hmm. doing 11 to 14? Yeah, kids got to sleep. Kids got to sleep. 
Uh, if your children are between the ages of three and five, they should be sleeping 10 to 13 hours. If your kids are between the ages of six and 12 years old, they should be sleeping nine to 12 hours. And teens aged 13 to 18 should be sleeping eight to 10 hours. Eight to 10. Uh, I guess so. I guess That's if you're, well, they do. say that teens should be sleeping a yeah. lot more than what teens actually get. Remember how much sleep you got as a teen? Yeah, I yeah, used to sleep was, all the time. That was good. Yeah. So weird. And you could go to like noon. Yeah. At least. Yeah, you could go to the yeah. afternoon. Like and you it was feel nothing. okay with it. Yeah, you wake up at one, you're like, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, right? You mm. could sleep right until noon. But what time are you going to bed at? Yeah, that's true. Like two, three. Even then, though, you're still getting 10, oh, 10 yeah, hours, I guess, yeah, right? That's still a good run, right? Oh, those were the good years. <laughs> <laughs> those were the good years. I agree. All right, if you're going to be doing any hiking this summer, you're going to want to make sure that you choose your hiking guide properly. Mm. This story comes out of Australia. Uh, 60 people decided that they were going to hike a mountain range in in you know on a hiking trail. Now, this particular trail, though, required a guide because it was for an expert hiker. Well, the hiker guide took everybody up. The weather turned for the worse, and he was unaware of where to go. Yeah. He had no idea. So he took off on them, mm-hmm. leaving 60 people on the side of a mountain. Why did he take off on him? <laughs> because he was drunk. Oh, no. Apparently, he was absolutely loaded. He stumbled his way down the mountain without his group of hikers. Yeah. They were <laughs> stranded and had to call the emergency services, which had to come up with a helicopter to get them off the side of the mountain. I'm surprised the drunk guy made it back down. Me too. Apparently, he was an expert hiker. Oh. He just went to the pub, I guess, uh, early in the morning <laughs> before taking his 60 loaded. hikers Okay, guys, let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's top of the mountain over there. <laughs> All right? Keep, keep on, guys. I'm just going to go take a leak in the bush here. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. And he took off. All right, this next story comes out of Virginia. And if you've got kids in a swimming class, uh, let me know if you sympathize with this mom. A mom is furious that her daughter's swimming instructor is showing too much much skin now here's the thing is the swimming instructor is not a woman it is in fact a man oh i was gonna say like what is it some lifeguard in a bikini no it is not her biggest concern she wrote in an email to the department is the skin-to-skin contact that her daughter is having with the man Skin-to-skin contact. Yeah, I didn't... I guess apparently they have to hold the children. Oh, I guess it's a small kid. It's a small kid. Gotcha. Uh, But that's not where it ends. Mm. It's not because he's not wearing a shirt. Yeah. It's because the swimming instructor has, quote, flopping man breasts. (laughs) What? Come on. Like, he... His man boobs are bouncing in the waves? Yeah, and apparently he's holding the small children up. <laughs> and that's offending the mom. <laughs> she says, quote, I took my daughter to class yesterday. Unfortunately, the male instructor's breasts were <laughs> flopping in the water, and we felt extremely uncomfortable with her getting in the water and having skin-to-skin contact with his flopping man breasts. <laughs> so if he had, like, a tight, defined chest, it wouldn't be a... Yeah, if he, it wouldn't be like, okay. hardcore pecs. Um, anyone that takes their kids to a uh, swimming class, do you guys have a problem with, like, the swimming instructor? And, yeah, I've never thought about it before. And are there any swimming instructor, like, dudes with man boobs? <laughs> <laughs> I take the girls to swim lessons. Yeah. The guys wear shirts, too, at the pool. Do they? I yeah, think the they have to wear swim do. shirts now. In the pool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, like a tank top, sort of. Yeah. 
Oh. You can get swim shirts that yeah. the, like the, yeah, the swim suit material. Whatever, yeah. Would yeah. you be upset though if you saw <laughs> no. your daughter there being no. held up by a man with floppy boobs bouncing in the pool? No. I mean, I like another shirtless man. I shirtless prefer he wasn't. I guess it doesn't really like. But you he, wouldn't be like, take out no. of the pool. No, that's why. I guess I wonder if that's why they do it. I never thought about it. To come. <laughs> I always thought it was just because they sort of the the female and the male swim instructors all sort of dress the same. Then mm-hmm. that way, I think like the women are it's just like equal, the same sort of shirt, of, yeah. and the guys yeah. wear the same shirt, and then away they go. Yeah, there's no bare chest yeah. and flopping man boots. Where you- <laughs> also, instru- swim instructors usually pretty fit people. Yeah, usually like, you don't they see are. a lot of husky lifeguards. No, you don't. So you would be shocked if man boobs rolled in. Well, I wouldn't think he was that good of an instructor. <laughs> All right, a guy in Virginia is making the news this morning, and uh, well, we all know that Donald Trump is possibly going to be president of the United States. Things are looking up for him. Well, this dude uh, in Virginia recently retiled his bathroom, Mm -hmm. so he was sitting on the toilet doing what he had to do and admiring his tiling job when he looked down and looking back at him in one of the tiles he claims, was Donald Trump. No. He went on to say that the vision of Trump in his new tiled bathroom means he knows who he's voting for. <laughs> America. America. <laughs> the future president is on my bathroom tile. That's right. He said it was a sign that that's where his vote should be going. Uh, I have the tile here. It takes a while to see it. So he must have been sitting on the can for quite some time. Okay, let's... I got the tile. Oh, I don't. I don't see it. I see it. I've got it. I've got it circled. Do you have a... Might be the same picture. Like, you would have to be sitting on your cat. Yeah, looking at that photo. See his face? Right there. Oh, So there's his eyes, there's his nose, and there's his hair. Looks like he's smoking a pipe. And it could be smoking... So there's the Donald right there in his bathroom tile. That's really (laughs) far-fetched. That's how he's basing (laughs) his vote? He's basing... What is wrong with That's how he's basing his vote. He saw Donald Trump's face in his newly tiled bathroom. It is sort of Trumpy. It is totally Trumpy. And if you are going bathroom tile to swear your vote, it's definitely more Trump than Clinton in that tile. Yeah, if you're going off the tile, for sure. It's Actually, way more I Trump. think when I... When, you know what, though? When you look at that, that could be Clinton, too. I've got a side-by-side of Trump and the tile. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It could oh, be more... Trump. He's not going to get it, but it could be Bernie Sanders, actually. <laughs> that is the, the uh, biggest stretch <laughs> I've ever seen. Here, I'll throw a picture of that on Snapchat. You yeah. guys can you got you can really compare. I'll do the uh, headshot too. Almost like a ske- like Trump's uh, skull, like a skeletal skull, because the nose sort of has that open hole. Yeah, it does have that hole there. You're right. And you know what? The dark spot that I thought was a pipe is his cheek. It does work as oh, his, it does uh, work his sagging oh, cheek. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So there you go. Let us know if you too see Donald Trump. Uh, in that tile. Alrighty, in sports, this is kind of cool. Uh, the pride of Maryfield, Saskatchewan will be making his return to the Octagon in July. Former UFC champion Brock Lesnar will be fighting in UFC 200 against New Zealand's uh, Mark Hunt. I know, I saw that headline the Did other day. Did you see that? And I had no idea he was from Saskatchewan. I didn't know that either. He is a giant, Boy, he's a enormous beast. man. He is a beast. Like, even his face. Well, he's like a, like his, he's like a rough and tough farmer that's what he was right face looks like it's from another time (laughs) like like 20 bc wow that's what he looks like yeah there's a little cro-magnum man it's so cro-magnum he would destroy me with one fist to my head just like a poof i'd be done uh lesnar recently told espn sports center quote i love my farm you can take the boy out of the country but you can't take the country out of the boy 
<laughs> what does that mean? I'm not sure. I don't know, but he's going to take it to the octagon, I guess. <laughs> I picture cool. him training like like Rocky and Rocky for like pulling like a plow yeah. in the field. Oh, guaranteed, yeah. I bet he yeah. pulls a plow. I bet you he like uh, tosses hay bales for fun. And by hay bales, I mean the big round ones. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool, though? So, of course, people in Saskatchewan were freaking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, people down in the States were sad that he left his uh, American home yeah. to go back to the farm in Saskatchewan. Yeah, gotta do isn't, what you gotta do. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Eskimos news, for the second straight year, training camp has claimed a starter for the Eskimos with a ruptured Achilles last year. It was running back John White. This year, it's defensive back John Ojo. He's out. Nah. Looks like he's hurt himself. Uh, the defensive back was carted off the practice field yesterday, and then the team later announced the news. He will now miss the entire season hmm. because of that injured, uh, ruptured Achilles, which sucks. Calgary Flames love a new head coach in the next week. The Flames say they're announcing the replacement for Bob Hartley before the draft on June the 24th. Uh, the Ducks hired Randy Carlisle, so that takes that name off the list for the Flames. And then, of course, there were some players that were tweeting yesterday that... Uh, Carlisle back to the Ducks isn't good for Getzlaff and Perry, who weren't very happy with him in the first place. Mm-hmm. All right, it's going to be a nice day today. A little windy, though, and a small chance of a shower later on. 19 for the high. It is 720, and we're sitting at 10 degrees. Good morning. All righty, I want to know from you guys this morning, how far would you go um, to help out your friends? Especially if they did something wrong. Mm. Would you help a friend cover up a crime? Oh. I want to ask you that for How you. intense is the crime? I would help cover up like a B&E. You would? A murder? No. No, I would never no, I'm not touching. I'm not no, touching I don't murder. go murder. No. No. Uh, well, a new survey is, asked, uh, is out that asks people just how far they would go to help out their best friend. Mm-hmm. And here are some of the results. Uh, 15% of women said they would help their best friend cover up a crime. How many men do you think said they would? 15% of women said that they would help their best friend cover up a crime. Yeah. When it came to the men? I'm going to say 35. Okay. 35% of men? Yeah. I'm going higher. I bet it's like 60. I bet it's like 70%. I'm going to say it's big. You think bros would help bros? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, you're both wrong. Oh. (laughs) Yes. Only 10% of men said that they would help their best friend cover up a crime. Really? Change, I would help you cover a crime. Yeah. You wouldn't help me cover up a murder, though? Not a murder. What if it was justified? Uh, At least in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I would initially and then call the cops. (laughs) 70% of women said that they would donate a kidney to their friend if they needed. Only 60% of men Hmm. said they would. Women also uh, said that they would lend their friends money. An mm-hmm. average of $1,800. Wow. If their friend needed it. Yeah. How much do you think men would lend their buddies? Uh, 200 bucks. 200 bucks? Well, that's a pretty big gap. I'll, I'll split it. I'll say like $1,000. $1,000. When it came to lending money, yeah. men said that they would lend more. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> An average on this. of $2,600. Wow. Yeah. But you know you're not really getting it back. Right? That's why I lowered mine to 200 bucks. Because you know, yeah, it's money. Like if I gave Jin 200 to. bucks, that's, no, I'm yeah. willing to just. That's a gift. That's yeah, a gift. <laughs> it's not coming no, back. Yeah. Yeah. The survey also found that women consider someone their best friend a lot faster than men. On average, it takes women one year to mm-hmm. say, You're my best friend. 
With men, it takes an average of three years hmm. before they consider a, a buddy their best buddy. Yeah, that's funny. That's sort of like uh, the difference between like men and women in marriage, too. Mm-hmm. One side's usually a little quicker to jump the gun yeah. than, than the other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you help a friend cover up a crime? Uh, no. I wouldn't. Nothing? No. No crime whatsoever? Mm-mm. Really? Too what, bad. Like petty theft? No. I'm not hanging out with somebody who does petty theft. Well, what the hell's why not? wrong with you? <laughs> why are you my You're not my friend then. You're, you're an idiot. hard times. They needed some a loaf of bread for their well, family. I'll lend you money. Lend. So you, you'd lend money. Would I would it, lend money, but I wouldn't cover up a crime. Would the amount that you would be willing to lend match your study? Uh, what was it for ladies? Eighteen hundred. Well, let's. Oh, you're not going that high. I mean, it depends like, on the situation. Logan needs uh, some cash. Yeah. Are you helping her out? Uh, Logan, she's not willing to help you out. No. Here. See, here's the thing, Logan. Is I know you've got a lot of people in your life. <laughs> so someone else can help her? <laughs> you don't need me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if Mars isn't helping cover up a traffic offense, she's not lending you $2,000. I guess. <laughs> a friend? I wouldn't know. I, I would cover up a crime for a family member, mm-hmm. but I don't think I would do it for a friend. Hmm. Would you cover up a crime for a friend? Yeah, I think I'd like to. Wouldn't that be exciting? <laughs> so if I murdered someone, you would help me cover? As long as I like bury the body. Yeah, if I was on. Yeah, if I like you more than them, I'm on your side. Oh, yes, yeah, that's simple for me. Wow. Okay. Help huh. bury the body. Oh. Wow. I need someone I'll, to help carry it. I'll dig, but I'm not touching it. <laughs> Be all cold and clammy. Oh, uh, this text here says, "I think the cover up of a crime would depend on the age. For example, if we were in our 20s, yeah. I would help my friend. If we were in our 40s, no way. Oh, that's a good point with the age." Because at that point, you should kind of know better, right? Yeah, I suppose what you should. What about 30s? That's right in the middle. 30s is right in yeah. That's depending on the crime. Uh, I guess as you get older, too, you got more to lose. You might have, like, kids and a house or yeah. maybe a spouse. But in your 20s, eh, it's But in your 20s, you're all right. Yeah. Uh, another one here says, hi, guys. Friends and myself, we do not lend or borrow each other money. Hmm. It will ruin it. Yeah. The friendship. Uh, another one here says, I-, I will always help out a friend with cash at least once. No payments either. What? So they'll just give away money to their friends. Well, yeah, I'm willing to give a couple hundred bucks to help a friend out. Which is nice. Yeah, but not a couple G's. Forget that. (laughs) 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 Call call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, I'm not sure if you guys saw this story. And I mean, like a lot of people uh, can have sometimes horror stories of things that they have found in their food. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you guys that right now. If you've ever ordered something, if you've ever found anything in your food, we don't really hear a lot of them about them here in Canada. No. So if you have, like, wherever you have been, wherever you've had some food. Did you get a uh, nice Band-Aid salad in America? Um, <laughs> My mom got a Band-Aid sal- salad. Here? Here in Edmonton, uh, yeah. Oh, no. Like a little rolled up Band-Aid? Yeah. In a Caesar salad. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a long time ago. It was gross. Is it gross to think, too, that a fingernail could end up in your salad and you would never know? Yeah, and you would eat it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be crunchy like a You'd crouton. You'd be like, what is that? I guess a hard piece of lettuce? Right? You wouldn't, you would have no Gross. idea. Or like a bacon bit. Oh, and you crunch down. You're like, ooh, this is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fingernail. Gross. <laughs> well, this dude uh, down in the States uh, had a very interesting encounter with something he found in his food in a McDonald's in Virginia. He ordered a double cheeseburger off of the dollar menu. Took a bite into the sandwich, which, by the way, I want to make note that they're calling this burger a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And instead of coming away with a mere mouthful of food, 
He instead felt something unusual between his teeth. Mm, that's the worst feeling, too. So he said to himself, what is this? Pulled it out. There was a $20 bill in his cheeseburger. Oh, exciting. <laughs> he said, I've heard of people finding strange things in a salad, but never finding something in the burger. Now, before we go on, it was cooked into the patty. It's like a money cake. Remember those? Oh, yeah, I remember money cake. Yeah, yeah. I never got one for my birthday. No, I didn't but either. I remember other kids talking about how great they were. <laughs> yeah, I never had a money cake either. Uh, apparently, when he was sitting in the McDonald's eating, everybody saw him like pull the 20 out of his burger. Yeah. So everybody else started to check their own meals for any hidden bills. Mm. They did not find any. Was it a promotion that the restaurant no, was doing? No, it was not a promotion. Hmm. So just it was just the a, cook wedged in a 20 and it was a $20 bill that was in the burger. Now, there are a few uh, theories around this, and the first one is drugs. Yeah. That perhaps maybe the 20 was supposed to go to a drug dealer. Oh, go to the drug dealer's table. They leave something on the yeah, table. or drive through. Mm, right? right. And yeah. then there was supposed to be some sort of an exchange. And then this guy ended up getting the 20. It's just cash. Throw it in the bag. Well, that's what. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you don't need to stuff it in the bag. <laughs> like, if you're doing a drug deal, why would yeah. you have to go so far as to cook it into a burger? Like, it's yeah. just. Don't ruin a nice burger. It just seems to be a lot. I want to know from you guys. What have you found in your food? This guy found a 20 mm-hmm. in his burger. There's no way it was cooked in. He must be lying because it's really clean when I'm looking at it. It does look really clean. Oh, he, he says he bit into his yeah, burger. And he might have just dragged his lips on the bill and cleaned it off. That's gross. Yeah. Money's dirty. Mm-hmm. What have you found in your food? Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. I guess we can all, when we go to a restaurant, we can just consider the food like a jack-in-the-box. You right? could, yeah. Or the Cracker Jacks. Cracker rather. Jacks, yeah, yeah, that's right. You never know what you're going to find. Yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about this man in Virginia who found a $20 bill in his McDonald's cheeseburger. He bit into it, and there it was, the folded 20 sitting right there. Would you be upset if you found a brown bill in a burger? Well, I, no, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't eat the burger. Uh, people want to know if he finished the burger after he took the 20 out. <laughs> he did. <laughs> did he? That's he gross. slid it out. He's like, I'm so hungry. Well, I guess the interview goes on. He went on to say that his mom bought him lunch. Oh, yeah. Is his mom's money? money? Yeah. So he took the 20, pocketed so it, and continued yeah. eating, being like, thanks for lunch, yeah. mom. See, if I found a brown bill in a hamburger, I'd take the brown bill, but I wouldn't finish eating the burger because that's so gross. Money is dirty, dirty, dirty. What? Yeah, what about five bucks? If there's five bucks in there, are you taking it out or are you complaining? Mm, uh, no, the five five bucks. No, I'll take the five. You'll still, okay. And no complaints? Yeah, I'll just throw my food in the garbage and just never go there again. <laughs> but I'll take the fin, yeah. Uh, Kirby, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. I got myself a Timmy's on the way to work. Nice, nice. Hey, there you go. Yeah, hopefully you don't find anything in that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you find something in your food? Well, you know what? About 20 years ago, I forget even the brand name of sunflower seeds. Yeah. And I was chowing down on, it was quite a big bag, and all of a sudden I felt something hard. And sure enough, it was a 22 shell. (laughs) What? Dead dog serious. Pulled out a 22 shell. I thought, I just hit the jackpot. I can't wait to write this company. Yeah. Wrote the company, told them all about everything. They sent me a free bag. Said, thank you very much to help improve our process. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, damn, I'm ready for retirement. (laughs) A free bag of spits. I wanted wanted a free year's worth. (laughs) But dead, dead dog serious, 22 shell. And you know what? They did. They I guess they never had metal detectors in their food processing. Uh, I guess, plant. yeah. 
So, yeah, you helped out the company and they gave you a free bag. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I bet you if you found that nowadays, that would be a big deal. I wonder. Right? I think it would be huge, but, you know, the other other part is how do you prove it, right? There's so many scammers out there. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, on, on another note, I'd help a friend cut up a body in an instant. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like your style. Yeah. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. It's got to be tough for uh, companies and restaurants to deal with people and finding well, stuff in food, right? Because yeah. a lot of people nowadays will put stuff in their food just to get free I, and stuff I think that and just to get likes and shares on Facebook. That's probably why, because a lot of people are saying that if you find something, it could be cha-ching. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I If I was a business owner, I'd be terrible. I'd yeah. be like, you! You fake this! Get out of here! Like this text here <laughs> says, I found, I found a small larva in my pistachios. Okay. I tweeted the company, my photo. They sent me a letter apologizing with some coupons for uh, free bags and a few bucks off in the future. And that's that's it. it. Yeah. That's all you get. I bet you major companies have a department just for Probably. complaints. Uh, if you're joining us, we're just talking about this dude down in the States that found 20 bucks after he bit into his McDonald's cheeseburger. Mm. Uh, I'll jump to uh, Serene here. What did you find in your food? Well, I won't name names here, but I was eating at this restaurant in my sandwich, and I was already done halfway through my sandwich, and um, I found what I thought was a Band-Aid, and it totally grossed me out. So after the fact, I found out what it really, really was. It was um, one of those thermometer um, wipes. You know how they they use these uh, thermometers to test the, the, the food? Yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, but anyways, they use these little wipes to, to clean off the, the, the bar there to, to mm. put into the next food, right? Yeah. And they must have just finished using that after tomatoes, I'm, I'm assuming, because it looked like it had blood on the thing. Oh, so no. I, yeah, and I was completely grossed out because when I looked at it, it looked like a used Band-Aid. Yeah, that, and it's bloody, too. Yeah, and, and but then after the fact, they explained to me that it was a barometer or thermometer um, cleaning thingy, I guess. Sure it was. Maybe someone, I bet you someone cut their finger and used a wipe. Yeah, I'm gonna Uh, say that that's... Sorry, sorry. Sorry. It completely looked like somebody cut themselves and, you know, and because it looked like it had blood, I was completely grossed out, and oh, I, yeah. I still never go into that place again. No, because I'm, I'm picturing it to be like a like a moist towel, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a yeah, one of those little um, um, antibacterial little moist yeah. towelettes. Yeah, yeah like a little piece of gauze yeah. that you put on a cut. Oh, oh. gosh, no, sir. There's no blood diseases that you're <laughs> yeah, going to get here. It's just a, it's just tomatoes and a barometer wipe. We'll cover your meal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, lord. Right. But yeah, <laughs> finding anything in your food is completely disgusting and. When you see that, that's nasty. Oh, especially after you just finished eating like pretty much the whole sandwich yeah. and yes. that falls out of there and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, brutal. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks so much for that, Serene. Thank you guys. You're okay. awesome. Thanks, Thank buddy. you. Bye-bye. Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alrighty. Here's a few things that are going on. Uh, first of all, we talked about this earlier, but if you missed it, emergency crews were called to Londonderry Mall on the north side of the city after a vehicle drove off of a second level parking lot. A fence that blocked off the second level of the lot was forced open when the vehicle went right through it. A silver car could be seen on its roof on the ground level. Police say two women in their 30s were in the vehicle at the time. They were pulled from the vehicle by emergency crews and taken to hospital as a precautionary measure. We had a good discussion on that, too. We did. Yeah, apparently a lot of people...
do they mix up the gas and brake pedal? Yes. They double feet with their driving? Yes. Officers believe that the driver of the vehicle hit the gas pedal instead of the brake. Several emergency vehicles, including at least two fire trucks and an ambulance, were on scene. The women are okay, and thank goodness there was nobody driving underneath mm. or walking, because that would have been a tragedy. I'm shocked. They weren't seriously injured because I watched a video of the car being towed away. It's literally flattened. Well, and like, pictures of it. Like it looks like it went it. through like a like a scrapyard crusher. Like it's flat. Well, it landed on its on its on roof. its roof. Yeah. So I'm surprised that they had like minimal injuries. Like yeah, that, I, you would think that would think. like snap your neck. Or well, something, I mean, right? if I if I fell uh, from the second floor of Londonderry yeah. in the Kia, it's a pancake. I'm gone. Well, the key is probably going to be like Hollywood explosion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how I'm going out. <laughs> just, just a giant explosion. That's how I'm going out. There's Mars. There's Mars in her Kia, guys. Oh, no. Oh. Ginger's doing news. And she's gone. And I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> be a totally different, uh, yeah. yeah, it'd be a totally different story. Mm-hmm. But everybody is going to be okay. We had somebody text in earlier saying their buddy was working at the mall. Like 20 feet away, he was uh, doing a new mall sign mm-hmm. when that car came and flipped in front of them. And and then uh, that was the end of that. So. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. Shouldn't there be a video somewhere of that? I would. Th- like I was, surveillance? Yeah, yeah. right? Oh, I, I was looking so. for it this morning. I couldn't find any. Ah. Of, like the car going over the... Right? London Dairy, you have to release the, the, the footage. footage. They would have it. it. Yeah. Like a mall would have security cameras. Like I, oh, absolutely. I want to see the angle from the top and I want to see the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> because no one was hurt, like we can yeah, oh, enjoy exactly. it. Yeah. yeah, nobody died. This text here says, Mars, the key isn't big enough to make it through the guardrail on the second level. I bet you it wouldn't. It wouldn't, you're right. You have to take a run at it. <laughs> right against the fence. Yeah, so mm. there you go. Uh, pictures of that are all over the internet. The ladies are going to be okay. And like I said, it's a it's good news that um, no one was around to be injured. Mm-hmm. All right, the leader of the Edmonton Pride Center believes the massacre at a gay Orlando nightclub shows that members of the LGBTQ community are still not safe from violence, even in places that they thought were secure. Uh, he said that the community as a whole, and not just the LGBTQ community must fight homophobia and transphobia in order for discrimination and violence to stop against gay, lesbian, and transgendered people. And he's right. Isn't it a... It's shocking that it's still a thing. It is. It's 2016. We were were talking about that last night. Like, it's ridiculous that it's still an issue. My brain just doesn't... I just don't... Yeah, like, readjust your brain. Yeah, I don't think that way, and I don't... Like, I'm never walking around being like, oh, I hate this group of people. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I have, <laughs> that, that is completely ridiculous. It is ridiculous. completely ridiculous. Uh, and there was more news stories coming out that apparently the Orlando shooter frequented that nightclub. Yeah. And was a regular. Yeah. He was a regular, apparently, on uh, uh, some apps. And so a regular he, at that nightclub. He was there like 12 times. So was he a closeted gay man? I don't know. That's what tabloids and stuff are saying. Or was he doing, I don't want to say research, but... Oh, like scoping out the place? Like scoping out the area, yeah. Apparently, uh, lots of people who frequented that club, including a a married couple, uh, described seeing him as many as a dozen times Hmm. at that place. So, who knows? Just, oh, that tragedy is terrible. And as you watch the news, it just gets worse and worse. All right, well, here's some better news for you guys. If you're a fan of country superstar Dolly Parton, she says that she's looking forward 
to doing her tour. And what's kind of cool, she's going to be playing some rural markets as well. Hmm. She's going to be Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, you know, rural I, Ontario. I would go see Dolly. Dolly's playing Moose Jaw? Yeah. This is part of her first major North American tour in 25 years. The tour is called Pure and Simple. Uh, she said it's going to be stripped back. She won't be stripping, but it will be... <laughs> dolly, dolly, dolly. <laughs> Just her cans come down. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> uh, just a small backup band on stage. Uh, she said that in recent years, she's been touring Australia and Europe, and that she's been looking forward to doing some uh, North American dates, including here in Canada. Now, she is playing Edmonton, because she's got some major cities as well. Yeah. Uh, Calgary, September 16th. Edmonton, September 17th. And then Vancouver on September 19th. So, that's kind of cool, though. Would you go to Dolly? I'd go see Dolly. I, I think yeah, Dolly, I a Dolly show would be like a party, right? Yeah. And I kind of feel bad for her, too. But she still has to tour. <laughs> I think she, she enjoys it. like it. Yeah, you she's. Think? I think she's doing okay. Yeah, I, I went. Uh, I think she sold her mansion a couple of years ago. Probably because she's bankrupt. And I, she posted. Well, that's not pi- a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. She uh, she posted pictures of it online, and it was the gaudiest, tackiest oh, yeah. country singer mansion you have ever seen. Well, it look was at pictures great. of Dolly. Right. Yes. She's. She's, like, larger than larger life than and, life. like, really eccentric. Yeah, she's adorable, though. Here's her quote as to why she's doing more rural communities. She says, quote, A lot of rural people don't want to go into the big city. They're scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to get out in that traffic or they can't afford to do it. So mm-hmm. it's good that I'm coming to them. You know what? It's adorable. I think that's huge for her to do all the small things. Yeah, I think so, too. too. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, also, with Dolly Parton, I'm sure you heard earlier, Kanye West is going to be playing Edmonton as well, which is kind of cool. In October, he's going to be at the New Rogers Center, which Here. is sweet. Quick poll right now, now, family. Dolly Parton? Or Kanye West? <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine. This says more about you than Kanye. <laughs> I think him and him and Dolly should do a double bill. Wouldn't that be Boost neat? Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, if you're going to be heading out on a camping trip, and if you're a lady, or if you just like the Victoria's Secret perfume, this story is for you. A recent study found that the perfume that is sold at Victoria's Secret tested the same way off did when it came to bug repellent. <laughs> yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> How potent is the perfume? I've never had a Victoria's Secret perfume, so I don't, I don't know. The study was conducted in New Mexico at their Molecular Vector Physiology Lab. Yeah. Fancy. And they tested off versus uh, various Victoria's Secrets perfume and found that they worked the same when it came to repelling insects. Like, is it the smell that repels, like, mosquitoes or whatever, or is it the actual chemical composition? Yeah, I'm, I, I, I would assume it... Like, what is in perfume? What are you spraying on your body? They looked at commercial insect sprays, both natural and DEET-based, <laughs> uh, mosquito skin patch, a bath oil, and Victoria's Secret uh, perfume, mm-hmm. and the perfume performed alongside off. <laughs> <laughs> is it the smell those mosquitoes hate? It must be. Because otherwise they would have made a good smelling one by now, right? Yeah, you would think, yeah. Does anybody in the Now family wear the Victoria's Secret perfume? Yeah, what is, what's in it? What does it smell like? Because here's what's going to happen is I get bit by mosquitoes all the time. Yeah. No bug repellent works, including Watkins. So I have to go Victoria's Secret perfume. After the show today, we're going to go to Victoria's Secret, get yeah. you some perfume. I'm going to have to do we'll it. Spray it down and we'll put you out in the field. You see gotta, if mosquitoes latch on you. You got to get some of that black market DEET. 
Yeah. What's it called? The Dito. I want that Deet back. I oh, thought yeah. about the it. The hardcore stuff? Yeah. Because I need it. All right. Young love is fickle. We all know that. Especially young uh, junior high or high school love. Now, that is a very difficult time of your life, right? It's it's difficult yeah. to navigate. Your body's changing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Things your body, are happening. That's right. Uh, well, with social media, it doesn't make it any easier for young teens. Which is why, according to Twitter, this poor 8th grade boy in the States needs to run and needs to run very fast from his new girlfriend. She passed him a contract after they decided to become boyfriend-girlfriend. At what age? They're in grade 8. Holy crap. So they're, what, like 14? 13, 14? 13, yeah. Uh, he dropped it on the floor, and his classmates thought it would be hilarious mm. to take a picture of the contract she slipped him. Yeah. And post it all over social media. Oh, I know that's embarrassing, but I want to hear all about it. Here's, <laughs> <laughs> Here's the relationship contract between eighth graders. Mm -hmm. It says terms and conditions. Um, you cannot talk to hoes, number one. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Number two, you have to talk to me all the time. Mm. Oh, you, she sounds crazy. Number three, you have to give me a lot of hugs. Mm. Number four, you have to buy me food. Wow. Number five, you can't break my heart because if you break my heart, I will break your face. Yeah. <laughs> really intense. Number six, you can't break up with me. I break up with you. If we have problems, we will resolve them. I I hope you ran. Number seven, you can't hug those hoes. <laughs> She's big on the hoes. Number eight, you can fist bump those hoes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and number nine, you can't be looking at those hoes. <laughs> Why? Why is this so one-sided? He basically can't do anything. I don't know. But put her on a pedestal. Why is she calling her peers hoes? Well, well, to be fair, you don't know those girls. <laughs> I suppose they could be hoes. Mars school has changed. I guess school has changed. Girls are allowed to wear skirts. Yeah. And show their ankles. <laughs> <laughs> is that ankle bone? <laughs> Grand Mars is confused over yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird list. Yeah, yeah. So whether or not it's real, I mean, they're saying that it's... It's uh, hilarious, eight, though. Grade 8 boy, that that was the contract that is his new girl. I hope he ran and ran and ran. Well, that's what everybody's saying. He's got to run from her and run far yeah. away. Her name's on on, is it? Uh, no, they did, they took all the kids' names yeah, off yeah. of it. <laughs> uh, all right, this story here is, uh, I guess if you're a lady and if you're ever going to look good in your mugshot... Put on some makeup and stuff, I guess, before you before you go in. Mm -hmm. These women, though, uh, were arrested for assaulting a woman who worked at McDonald's. She was too slow in fulfilling their order. So these three ladies decided to go to McDonald's to get some lunch. And I just want to add to they brought their children. Okay. Now, when the food was coming out too slow, uh, the ladies decided to assault the McDonald's worker and get their kids involved no. by egging them on to also assault the McDonald's workers. What? Now, what after, is wrong with people? After the assault took place, the three moms and their kids ran out of the McDonald's. Someone had already called police, though, so everyone was apprehended. The three women decided to cheese it up during their mug shots. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, it's the trashiest thing I've seen all morning. <laughs> okay. uh, their three mug shots are everywhere. Here are the moms let's, and their mug shots. Let's have a little peek. After them and their <laughs> children decided to fight a worker oh, at McDonald's. These are oh, the moms? yeah. Look at her. This is in Ohio. Oh. Just gross. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. there's the first one there. Who's that? 
been. Oh no, that's, oh, the, that's city. the city. Yeah, guy. that's her. That's her prison number. <laughs> okay, that's her. there's number two. So she's not as no, insane. she's not as bad. But yeah. she looks like a trash bag. Oh, she's terrible. And there's oh, the Gemma no. Gems. Are you allowed to do that for your? I thought they were like passport photos for some reason. A mugshot? Yeah. I think as long as your face is in the picture with the number. For it's not. They're not murderers, so I think it's. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, right? I don't. I don't know. I've never had a mugshot taken. No. So I don't know if I could ham it up or. Has anyone had a mugshot taken? Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, just shoot a stick. And did you ham it up? Did you smile? Yeah. If it wasn't for like a terrible assault, these people are obviously garbage. Yeah. Getting their kids to beat up a poor employee. But if it was for like a fun reason. What do you I, mean a fun reason? Well, you know, let's say it was like a traffic infraction. Yeah. You had had too many speeding tickets. Not the speeding. Fun, you get the idea. <laughs> I think in that case, <laughs> it's okay to smile for a mugshot. To smile for a mugshot. Yeah, right? If know. you're there for non-terrible reasons. Possibly. But yeah, they're there for being trash bags. That's terrible. Yeah. So mm. Yeah, we'll get the go. picks up for if it. If you want to look at some, real gems. some trashy ladies. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty gross. All right. Uh, we've had some stories in the past about bears, and it is bear season. So if you're going to be doing any traveling in our great province, just remember, do not feed the bears. And if you see a bear, get in your car and drive away. Mm-hmm. Well, while driving through Yellowstone National Park, a family encountered a bear on the side of the road. So what did they do? Exactly what I said not to do. They stopped to say hello no. and to snap some pictures. Of course they did. The bear decided to get a bit too friendly, though. Walked up to the car. And opened the passenger door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are children in this car. Mm. The whole thing was caught on film. Perfect. Have a listen. Oh, the bear's He's going right near the us. <laughs> There's the bear. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Stop screaming. <laughs> the bear literally opened the door. <laughs> Stop, Stop screaming. Kids, settle down. It's just a friendly bear. The bear literally walked up to the passenger door, opened it, and stared at that family. Mm-hmm. Like you're nothing but a bunch of idiots. <laughs> One more time. I'm a bear. There he goes. Yeah. Pause on the door handle. Here we go. Click. <laughs> the bear seriously just stands there and stares at them like you guys are dumb. <laughs> the camera does turn off. Who knows what? Who happened. knows? Who knows what happened? Alrighty, a couple things going on in sports. Uh, first of all, it looks like for the second straight year, training camp for the Eskimos has claimed a starter with a ruptured Achilles. Last year it was running back John White. This year, defensive back John Ojo. He is out. Uh, he had to be carted off the field on Monday. The team later announced the news. He will now miss the entire season. We've got some finagling going on when it comes to uh, head coaches. The Calgary Flames will have a new head coach in the next week. The Flames say they'll announce the replacement for Bob Hartley before the draft on June the 24th. Now, there was also the news that the Ducks hired back Randy Carlisle. So that takes that name off the list for the Flames. Uh, Here's the problem, though, is Carlisle was let go in Anaheim five years ago, Mm -hmm. went to Toronto, got fired there. (laughs) Now he's going back to the Ducks. In his defense, Carlisle did win a Stanley Cup in Anaheim, but the rumors about his departure in Anaheim were that some big players, some leaders like Ryan Getzlaff and Corey Perry were not happy with Carlisle and they wanted him out. Hmm. So they fired him 
And now he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, here's surprise! A, here's a tweet from Ryan Whitney, who was with the Oilers for a bit and was with the Ducks when they won there. He says, uh, this should work out well. No one could stand the guy when he got fired in Anaheim before. <laughs> and now he's back. Oh. Probably tons so, of retweets on that one, too. player tweeting that. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see their reactions and the team. Maybe it'll and... be different second time around. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. So we know that's how it is, right? Alrighty, it's going to be an alright day today. Mix of sun and cloud. Uh, gusty winds at Time is at times a small chance of a thunderstorm later in the afternoon and into your evening. 19 degrees for the high. It is 819 and we are at 12 degrees. Good morning. The now family figured out what I learned out what I learned late in life. Oh, what did you learn? You guys, thank you for jogging my memory. I learned it on the air. Oh, did you? It was pro- it was a while ago. I'm going to say it was almost like three or four years ago. Okay. Uh, you schooled me yeah. on the air. I think it was you and Johnny. Yeah. That guys did not pull their underwear down when they're at the urinals. Right. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, Mars thought we'd drop them right to the ground and do our business because she just pictured a bunch of bare bums at the urinal. I pictured walking into a men's bathroom and just saying, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's her dream, I guess. <laughs> that's what I, yeah, that's what yeah. I envisioned. Right. I forgot about yeah. that. That is messed up. And uh, it turns out that I was schooled live on the air mm-hmm. that men do not, in fact, pull their underwear down nope. to pee at a urinal. We, we keep our bums covered. <laughs> so that's what I found out later in life at an embarrassing stage. Absolutely. Because I should probably know that. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to uh, Danelle on four. Sure. How are you doing, Danelle? I'm good, thanks. Excellent. All right. So what did you learn about later in life? All right. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. Okay. okay. Let's hear it the pronunciation of a word so i call it panicake and i have for like my whole life and it wasn't until maybe about a year and a half ago my girlfriend thought that i was just being silly yeah and she said to me you do know it's pancake right no you thought it was panicake your entire life yes and i still have the hardest time saying Pancakes. <laughs> As you're ordering breakfast, you're like, pancakes. <laughs> Ma'am, are you sure you want pancakes? Pancake. I just think that that's a better way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound fun, but. No one ever corrected you? Uh, no. So I can thank my, my mom for that, I guess. Yeah. Is she the one that taught you pancake? Um, well, I did talk to her about it afterwards. She said it was just something I always said as a kid, and they thought it was cute, and never corrected it. And mm. so now in my adult life, people don't think it's so cute anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you're at Ricky's. Um, can I get the uh, bacon, hash brown, and some pancakes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they just kind of smirk, thinking I'm being that person. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. That is golden. Thanks so much for sharing that, Janelle. Thanks, Janelle. and oh, good yeah. good luck with your future orders on pancakes. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> bye bye. Call, call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation. One zero two three. Now radio. Oh, lots of texts are rolling in about the things that you uh, learned later in life, and you might even be a bit embarrassed about it. I do seriously want some pancakes right now, though. Pancakes, yeah. <laughs> Ginger, is there anything that you learned late in life? Like, uh, I, I mean, obviously, we know when you figured out how to make babies. Yeah. But you can have yeah. your own bank account. Good yeah. at it. Well, I know the options there. I don't know why I bother. 
Mum's a responsible gal. <laughs> I figured it wasn't until I had kids. Um, you know the this little piggy game you play with toes? Yeah. When that piggy's going to market. Yeah. Like that piggy's going to yeah. like slaughter. Yeah. When you play Ring Around the Rosie? Yeah. That's about the plague and children That's dying. That's why they fall down. Yeah, because yeah, they die. Dead. That I knew, but did you guys know about the piggies? Yeah, I knew about the piggies. Yeah. Why would you sing it so happy? It's going off to like to slaughter to Cause die. Because you, to... you got to make slaughter sound fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So that you don't feel bad about eating meat. And the piggy that goes, your pinky toe, that goes wee, 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 mm. that's the lucky one. Yeah, that's the one that escaped, but he they probably home. caught it anyways. But you oh, know, no. it's caught next time. I yeah. always thought that was the sad one. Sorry, kids. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They all died. <laughs> they Any pig you see is just on its way to die. Yeah, no, that's, that's, to make, um, that's, that's to make you feel Why make a slaughter? song about it? <laughs> because you're supposed to feel good about slaughter so you don't feel guilty. Mm. Oh, okay. I guess it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> then you promptly eat bacon right yeah, after. That's right. <laughs> uh, Aaron says, I didn't discover until well into adulthood that there were clams in Clamato. I used to walk around and proclaim loudly how I hate shellfish. I think they're disgusting. But I would order a beer and clam the first chance. I yeah, you know what? I discovered that later in life yeah, too. Yeah, you did. It still grosses me out to d- to this day. I told you. Yeah, you did. And as I'm sipping on, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is so good. She's like, there, there's actual clam in there. Like that's clam like, juice. No, it's not. It's just a brand name. It doesn't make any sense to have. You would never assume there was clams with your it's tomato called juice. Clamato. Well, why put it in there? <laughs> Figure something else out. I don't want to drink clam juice. It's clams and tomatoes. Oh, that is no. disgusting when you actually think about it. You're wrecking it for people right now. I know. It's yes. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. It is. It's gross. Yet I will still drink it. Uh, this text here, staying anonymous, says, "Oh my God, you guys! I thought rabbits laid eggs until I was 22 years old." Oh yeah, I guess oh, from they the don't, Cadbury yeah. commercial, yeah. and from the yeah. from, just just from the holiday <laughs> from Easter, the holidays, yeah, they thought that. Yeah, I can see you believing that. Rabbits uh, laid eggs. Another one here says, "Guys, I just found out last year that coleslaw is made out of cabbage and not cut up lettuce." I found out by my coworkers. We were in the lunchroom, and I'm bad mouthing cabbage. How gross it is <laughs> while stuffing my face. <laughs> That's from Bruce in Port Saskatchewan. Cabbage is so disgusting. Who made this coleslaw? It's delicious. Cabbage though. <laughs> lettuce for life. Oh, a lettuce coleslaw would be it disgusting. That would just be mashed. Oh boy. Oh. Uh, we'll go with uh, Jennifer here. Uh, did you learn about something later in life, or what? I didn't. My brother did. Oh, okay. What did he learn? So we're sitting watching TV one day, and he's about uh, 18 years old. Yeah. And uh, we're watching TV, and uh, this ad comes on for tampons or pads, one or the other, and he looks at me, and he says, Jennifer, I don't get it. Can't you guys just hold it till you go to the bathroom? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> You're 18, Jeffrey. Are you serious? Yeah, at 18, Uh, you should know about that. Yeah. Male and female. Yeah, well, females know. Well, yeah, that's true. We know. (laughs) We're pretty sure. Okay. Okay, thanks, Jennifer. Okay. Okay, have a great day. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. That would be bad if a lady didn't yeah, know about it that. It would be bad. Mm. Yeah, uh, lots of people were ruining their lives with the clamato and with the little piggies as well. Oh yeah, mind yeah. blowing right there. Yeah, yeah. Another one, Jesse. Mm. Guys, you just blew my mind. I had no idea about the piggy. Oh, Ginge blew your mind. Yeah. No idea about the piggy the going piggies. to the market. Listen to this one, guys. Staying anonymous says, "Oh my God, my brother at twenty-two 
thought that his Adam's apple was a third testicle. What? Who told him that? Was it your father? He said that at 22, he was schooled by his friends that that wasn't a third nut. Wow, mine's impressive if it is. (laughs) (laughs) It is very predominant. It is, right there. You can really see it. Uh, Bailey, how are you doing today? Good, you? Yeah, doing pretty good. Good. All right, so uh, what was the thing that you learned about later in life? Um, Okay, so well, like... I was probably 16 or 17, and me and my friends were, like, just hanging out, sitting around. We were talking about, like, old wise tales, things that you kind of, like, heard, but they weren't true. Yeah. And one that came up was that, like, our parents used to tell us, like, chocolate milk comes from brown cows. And I'm sitting there, and my one friend brings that one up, and I'm sitting there. I'm 17 years old, and I'm just kind of, like, dumbfounded. And I'm, like, in my head, I'm, like, oh, wait. It doesn't come from brown cows. Like, it's just one of those things that I never thought to rethink. (laughs) Well, just because you see brown cow, milk comes from a cow? Yeah, Yeah, chocolate chocolate milk. milk. So I'm just like, not that I ever actually thought it came from brown cows, but it just dawned on me that this whole time I never really rethought about that fact. At what age did you figure that out again? I think like 16 or 17. Okay. Wait a second. Hold up. Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now now radio. Uh, Crash, I just remembered another one that you learned later in life. Oh, no. And we learned this probably five weeks ago. I knew it, but you did not. Oh, a recent one. It was a recent one. Oh, no. Uh, Crash and I went to Greenland Garden Center, and we were looking at garden stuff, mm-hmm. and we walked by a pineapple plant. Right. And Crash had no idea that pineapples grew in a plant. You thought they grew on trees. Yeah, I thought they was like a big tree, and they hang like coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I Everybody envisioned. Does. Yeah, that's what I envisioned as a pineapple yeah. plant. They grow from the ground and they like stay ground level. Yeah, I only learned that a couple of years ago yeah. when HGTV launched Hawaii Life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> People had pineapple farms on their property. Yeah, they're literally. Because I thought they grew in trees too. Like plants that would probably go two, three feet off the ground. Yeah. And they just sprout a bunch of pineapples. I had no idea. You had no idea. No. And then you wanted one. Oh, I know. I really want one. Does anyone have a pineapple plant at home? <laughs> Is it good? Yeah. Can you actually grow it? Uh, I want to jump to uh, Dale here. What's up? Um, you know that lady that phoned in about the breakfast foods? Yeah. Yeah. The pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been calling it all my life pancakes. Panny? Pancakes. No. You really? Don't... Yeah. Who taught you that? Myself. Yeah. And you just you kept, just, and you just uh, kept yeah. at it. Yeah. I guess it's panty and not like panty cakes. Yeah, it's not panty cakes. <laughs> I'd like some panty cakes yeah, on the side, please. <laughs> well, well some, sometimes they come out kind of brown. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but there's another one, and I just learned that this year from my daughter, and she's yeah. in her 20s. Yeah. You know the song about res- Rasputin? Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, you know, it goes raw, raw. Uh, Rasputin. Yes. Well, I always used to sing raw, raw Russian thieves. Oh, yeah. Okay. That mm. makes sense. It sounds like Russian thieves a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. she says, what are you singing? And then I repeated it. She goes, no, mom, we learned this in high school. Ethan. <sighs> yeah. That's always uh, embarrassing, too, when you're singing lyrics and you really get into it and you sing yep. the wrong ones. And everyone's yep. like, what? Right? I, I don't care. I still sing it the other way. Russian thieves. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, this is my version, damn it. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for that, Dale. Have a good day. You too. Take care. It does sound like Russian thieves, though. 
Does it? Raw, raw, Russian thieves, owner of the something trees. Like, I don't know the lyrics either. Okay, come on. Oh, well, this is like a two-minute in. It's coming up here. There we go, guys. Okay, just have, hold on. It's like one minute. Come on, Boney M. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Oh, no, I hear Rasputin. I hear poutine. Poutine. Oh, go for a killer poutine yeah, That's right awesome. Now. Yeah. Okay, uh, we got time for one more? Yeah, what? we do. Indeed. Uh, we'll go with Melissa. Did you learn about something later in life that blew your mind? Yeah, so, so my dad, as children traveling lots, um, told us that cows laid down when it was going to rain because they didn't want to get their udders wet. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. So now you're laughing before I even tell the story. So <laughs> my sister and I believe this um, until about two months ago. We were at um, Red Lobster, and somehow it came out the truth yeah. that it's not true. We have both told our children this. Oh, no. <laughs> um, we have told our children, neither of our husbands have corrected us, and I am 30 years old. So this has been going on since I was probably four or five, I'm assuming. Wow. That I just realized like that, and I'm still going to teach my kids this. Believe me, they're going to be in the dark. Yeah. But, I bet you your guys' husbands probably thought, oh, you're just being cute with yeah. the kids, right? Yeah. Or, Not yeah. that you genuinely <laughs> believe that. <laughs> I just asked my husband. I was like, "You didn't even tell me," and he's like, "No." He's like, "I just who am I to disagree?" <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they don't want to get him wet. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but we believe this. Like, her and I were in shock at the restaurant. And everyone else is rolling on the ground laughing. Oh, oh that's hilarious. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. It is semi-believable, that, though. It is, yeah. <laughs> Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, there's a website. It's, uh, I think it's for, it's a cheating website. It's called Illicit Encounters. It's like your Ashley Madison. It's along the same lines. Yeah. And it asks people, um, what are the most common lines they use to dump someone? So I have for men and for women in the top lines that they use. So here it is. These are the top lines that men use. Um, it's not you, it's me. Yes, dudes are still doing that. People are still busting that out. We've lost our spark. Mm. I'm not attracted to you anymore. I met someone else. Yeah. Or the number one, it's just not working. Mm. When it comes to women, these are the five most common lines that women use to dump someone. Number five. I need to concentrate on my career. I've used it. <laughs> How many times have I've you used, used it? it? I've used that one a lot. Yeah. Which, I've totally used that one. Which, where your career was going, it kind of worked. It worked. It totally worked. It was worked. legit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm moving out of this city. And I don't want you to come with me. And don't come with me. Just beat it. Oh, why are you packing your stuff in my car? Because I need to concentrate I, I, on my career. I said, don't come, don't with, come with me. me. <laughs> why are you packing? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Number four from women. Uh, the most common dumping lines. We want different things. Number three, we're just not a good match. Mm-hmm. Number two, this is moving too fast. And the number one line that women use when dumping is, I'm not ready for a commitment. You guys have better ones than us dudes. Yeah, it's kind of... Ours, ours seem a little dated. <laughs> we're a little... Um, we're softer. Whereas, like, the men's are like, I met someone else. I'm not attracted to you. Oh, like, to. it's too harsh? Yeah, you, you guys find? are harsh. Yeah. Whereas women are more... Do they have one for dudes? I don't like you? 
Uh, I just don't like you. Num- well, number one, it's just not working. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's pretty, pretty close. Much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know from you guys, um, what is the worst way in which someone has dumped you? Was it just a disaster? And like, you're over it now. You're all right. Mm-hmm. But did, did it surprise you? I've I've been told you should go do your own thing. Oh, <gasps> yeah. That one's uh, yeah, that one hurt again. Though it's soft, you should go do your own thing. Call <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. All right, we're talking about the top lines that men and women use to uh, dump someone, and uh, for the dudes, the top two were: I met someone else, and it's just not working. Mm-hmm. And for ladies, the lines that you're using is number two: This is moving too fast, and number one: I'm not ready for a commitment. Those are the uh, top two lines. Has anyone else been told they need to move on? Or, like, go do your own thing? Uh, like I I think I've been like told that. Like, I took that. that. I sat there over a couple drinks, and I'm like, well, uh, was I too clingy? Maybe that's what that was. I've been called clingy, too, so don't feel bad about that. Oh, like, just flat-out called clingy? Yeah. They didn't and I just... can see that. I can, yeah, like, I, you know, I get how people could say that about me. I don't get it at all. Oh, <laughs> what? Showing up at my dentist's office yelling at them. Well, you, I thought you were dead. That's I a totally thought, di- I, I thought you were dead. I thought I had to take your body away. That was a totally different story. And they wouldn't do anything about it? You were going in for surgery. I didn't understand why it was taking so long. <laughs> uh, Jasmine's on too sure. here. How are you doing today, Jasmine? I'm good, you? Yeah, doing really well. All right, so did someone tell you to hit the bricks or did you do it? Uh, he actually told me on Valentine's Day mm. that he had found someone else, and it was actually my uh, best friend at the time. Ah. And I had pursued this guy for about six months. We had only been together for about a month and a half. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just, I love her so much more than you, but I really want your blessing with this. What? Why would you ever give your blessing to that? Why would he ask for it? <laughs> he wasn't the smartest guy. No. no. Yeah, you can't do that on Valentine's Day. Why didn't he wait till like a day after or before? He gave me a teddy bear and everything and like chocolates and flowers. Like, so yeah, I found someone else. Why did he buy you a gift? Uh, he was really not the smartest. No. no. Like he thought you would be like, no, well, at least I got a cute teddy bear and some chocolates. Yeah, now go sleep with my best friend. <laughs> You have my blessing. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Okay. Thanks so much for that, Jasmine. Thanks, Jasmine. Have a good day, guys. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay, we're wondering about the lines that were used on you to break up the relationship. Yeah, and what are some of the worst ones that you heard? Or the worst way that someone, you know, dumped mm-hmm. you? Talking about career is a good way to end it. To be like, you know what? My career is going to take me somewhere else, and I can't be here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an easy one to do. And number five, when it comes to women's yeah, it's excuses. On your list there, yeah. yeah. This text here says, my sister's ex just broke up with her. He said he had to save space for a monogamous relationship with someone else. <laughs> but he really likes her and asked if she would wait for him if the other relationship he wants to try didn't work out. What? No, you're, you can't just be hung up in a closet be like, oh, I'm going to save you for like later. Like that is, um. What would you say to a dude if he said that? I wouldn't say anything. I would just disappear. He'd be like, you betcha. Yeah, you betcha I'll wait. Oh, yeah, then two you years go. later, you're poking around. He's still available? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, or how are you doing today? Oh, I woke up this morning, so it was a good day. There you so go. That's a good start. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, so did someone uh, tell you to hit the bricks? 
Yeah, uh, my uh, ex-fiance and I were having uh, relationship difficulties shortly in, after the proposal. Yeah. And uh, so I ended up having to move out. And then uh, I was at work one day, and I got this real random message on my phone one day. It said, I've made up my mind. I'm sorry. I'm dating the neighbor, and you got to come pack your shit. <gasps> what? Yeah, just out of the blue. The neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's married with a kid now. <laughs> Are you serious? Still with the neighbor? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Did you yeah. stay living next door? No, I ended up moving out of town, actually. Yeah, because uh, you can't. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal looking at her anymore. No, you can't. No. You can't see all that go like, down. Like, you're, you're going to work in the morning, and, like, she's getting the paper out of your neighbor's front oh, door. Oh, yeah. she's wearing just, his shirt. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 was, uh, that was the end of that. Yeah, <laughs> brutal. Jeez, okay, that one's brutal. <laughs> yeah. That one's lost, brutal. Lost everything, too. Lost the house, lost the dog, lost the car. Lost oh. your dignity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but you got it all back now, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we're on the up and up. Nice. Now. Yeah. Okay, thanks so much, Orn. Right on. Thanks, guys. Text Crash and Mars five six seven eight nine. Join the conversation. One zero two three L Radio. Okay, uh, we're wondering about uh, ways that uh, like ways that you've been dumped. Things yes. people said to you, and something that someone said. Listen to this one. Uh, it says, "Hey, my ex husband sent me flowers for Valentine's Day, and the next day he told me he wanted a divorce because he met someone else." Wow, that was quick. He tried to come back three years, la- three months later. Mm. I told him to hit the bricks. You know what? I bet you he met the florist. Why did he buy flowers and then all of a sudden know. decide, There's you know what? I want a divorce. There's a lot of that coming in where the gifts are purchased and then the... Or is that guilt? You think, I think that's guilt. You literally think the, gi- the gift is going to soften the blow. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, I didn't get dumped, but I dumped an ex, and it's his own fault. <laughs> he texted me a picture of a baby, asking me if I thought the baby looked like him. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Not so bright. No, no. <laughs> That's really dumb. Was it his baby? We need to know now. Well, yeah, she, yeah. she doesn't know. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> Who are you fooling around? Who had, who had your baby? Yeah. I thought we were together. What a terrible what a thing dummy. Uh, Linda, how are you doing today? I'm great. It's a beautiful, sunny day, but uh, talking about a great subject of being dumped. <laughs> yeah. It's a good day to be dumped. That's right. <laughs> well, this is a very long time ago Yeah. Um, in my younger self, but I was engaged to this guy, and I called him on a Friday afternoon to talk about some of the details for the wedding, which we were planning for a few months away. Yeah. And he said, listen, I'm a red-blooded Canadian male, and I need to find out if there's more than just one woman out there for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And you guys were planning a wedding? Yeah. And he busted that uh-huh. out? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I went out with this guy for the time I was 16 till I was 23. Yeah. And in that one line, I grew a set like you wouldn't believe, and I just said, that's fine. So I hung up the phone. <laughs> And I wrote him out an invoice for all of the money that I had dished out for the for the wedding. Um, yeah, and I really learned from that experience. And now he is uh, an unemployed. Uh, he's had three wives, five kids. Oh wow! Found out there was more than just one woman for him. Yeah, yeah you, you went and figured that out. You yeah, found out there's a whole city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and every time I see him on Facebook or whatever, I always go, I won. I so won that one. Yeah, you did. 
Yeah, it was, you know, harsh at the time. But let me tell you, I learned a lot from that one line that he said to me. Yeah. And I went, never again. Well, especially, never I can't again. believe that you were planning the wedding. He's like, you know, you I, need to, I need to wander. You got cold feet because you, you guys had been together since you were a teen. Yeah. No, I know. It I was sound sweethearts. Yeah. Mom. Yeah, not, not so sweet anymore. No, no, no dude. <laughs> That's great. Thanks so much for that, Linda. No problem. Bye. Get, bye-bye. Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.